This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Music lovers from all over Taiwan and beyond are packing their duffel bags and camping gear and getting ready to head over to the 20th annual Spring Scream Outdoor Music Festival held each April in Kanding. Begun in 1995 by two Americans and just a few bands, the event is now the longest-running music festival in Taiwan. This year's festival, running this Thursday through Sunday, is going to feature around 200 bands and performers on nine different stages at Kunding Lighthouse National Park, where attendees will be able to camp out under the stars. To talk about this year's event and how much it's changed over the past 20 years, we're now joined by Spring Scream's co-founders Jimmy Mo and Wade Davis. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Keith. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank you. So for people that have never been to Spring Scream, can you describe a little bit about what the event is like and what's going to be going on there? Uh, well, it's in Kending, and if you've been to Kending, you know how beautiful it is. It's in the Erlewambi National Lighthouse National Park, uh, and that is one of the most beautiful national parks on the island. So you're in a really beautiful space, and you get to watch a couple hundred bands uh, show their stuff. Yeah, it's a the 20th year, can you believe that? Um, for those of you who haven't been there, what you all can look forward to, as Keith just said, is over 200 bands on nine stages. A very eclectic variety, so there's definitely something for everybody, from folk to uh, rock to punk to acoustic to classical to love ballad to electronic. It's as many different types of music as we could find. The best of, of all the genres, um, all stuck on nine stages over two-plus days. And like you said, bring your tent. Come with a sleeping bag and your backpack and maybe a Frisbee and a costume, some face paints. I don't know, your, your poise. What is it you like to do when you hang out in a park for a day with your friends and listen to some music? And... There, there are an awful lot of bands. Is there a common thread that kind of ties all these musical acts together? It's something that you can say is, is true about all these bands? I think one thing that ties them all together are they support live music. They are independent bands. The majority of them are independent bands, um, all creating original music. Their lifestyles are based around music, love music. Uh, there's, there's no one common uh, style of music but just um, the fact that everybody loves music and supports music and creates music is the one tying factor of all the bands. So yeah, 20 years, uh, that is a very, very long time. What about the event has uh, kept you interested and kept you working so hard on it over all this time? Uh, hands down, it's the musicians and artists, and it's the community of, of new music. And music is a lifestyle, is really fed this and fed me the passion to keep this thing alive. You could have started a concert anywhere in the world. Is, is there anything in particular about the music scene in Taiwan that's kept you interested? Well, 20-some 20, 20 years ago, when we were playing in our own little band, the music scene was pretty small, and the original, you know, original composition music scene was even smaller. So the, the group of about 10 bands that we knew that were trying to write our own songs was a very niche, small group. But it was tight because we all were passionate about great music and about trying to uh, put down into music what was in our hearts. 
So the specialty was being there and watching Taiwan grow. Um, I feel like we were just lucky to be there at the right time. Taiwan seems to have emerged to a, a very adventurous, exploratory time in arts and music uh, about 20 years ago. And sometimes I chalk it up to timing, just riding the crest of these young musicians and artists as they, they found they had enough freedom and time and uh, even technology to make music and make music an important part of their life. So a few years ago, Spring Scream started featuring a main stage uh, with a big-name pop act. But after a few years of doing that, you went back to smaller stages with lots of more uh, indie acts. Can you explain why you made that decision, and uh, what do you feel like you learned from that experience? Well, um, every year at Spring Scream, we're always trying to push the envelope or do something a little bit different. And um, back when we did that, that was a decision we made. We said, let's try some pop acts. Let's step it up a notch. And one idea was that maybe these bigger acts would draw more of an audience that would then also be able to see some lesser-known acts that they might not have heard of or wouldn't especially go out to see. And it was, it was really successful in that way. But it was also, um, we felt like, again, every year we're going to do something different. We don't want to be just known as the pop festival. And so we did that a few years, and there's a lot of opportunity for the pop musicians to play. And so we wanted to kind of get back to our roots and, and support that core indie band and live, original, lesser-known, international and Taiwan bands and keep supporting them. There are now more and more opportunities for, for Taiwan bands to play in Taiwan at, at live music venues, but still not as many as there are bands. There's uh, so many bands and still only a handful of opportunities to play. So back when we first started, we were you know, Spring Scream, for some bands, was their first show or one of their very few shows in the year. Now there's more opportunity for bands to play, but we still we can bring a lot of people in, so the audience for some bands is a lot bigger than they normally get to play to, and you get to see um, a really amazing slice of the Taiwan music scene all in one weekend. So to kind of get back to that question, that's kind of where we're, we wanted to continue focusing and uh, not spend so much energy on uh, organizing pop pop acts. Earlier, you, you, you were saying something along the lines of, you know, you feel like you were just in the right place at the right time, but do you think that uh, Spring Scream has had any kind of a role in, in making music a bigger part of people's life in Taiwan? Um, might be kind of a bold statement to say that. <laughs> or it might be, what's the, word, what's the word I'm looking for? I would rather believe that we happen to be there we were inspired, and we inspired others. There was some mutual inspiration that all happened at the right time. As far as music and musicians go, we've provided a platform early on for a, a rather large audience compared to the small venues that people had. And it was a, a platform for an audience of genuine music lovers, which is fairly unique to you know a, a stage in the middle of a park. These were passionate people willing to drive to the end of the island to see music. 
we build a space to make mem- make memories, and we build stages for bands to, you know, in their early stages, live their dream of playing to a large audience in a beautiful place. So, what's the environment like for the artists who perform at Spring Scream? Is it hard to break into the music scene if you're outside of the mainstream pop scene? Well, I think uh, most of the bands um, playing at our festival are indie bands. Most of them have day jobs, and they play music for the love of it and the passion, and you can feel that when they're playing. I think that their main goal isn't necessarily to become famous, but that might be something that happens just through playing for the love of it. There's not that many places in Taiwan to play live music, and it's even harder to to get paid to do that. There are um, a few bands that have played at Spring Scream in the past that have gone on to be quite successful, like Mayday and Soda Green. And so it is. there is a... Uh, a chance to, to make some money out of it, but I think most of the bands play because it's something they love to do. What are you hearing coming out of Taiwanese bands that you haven't heard anywhere else? Well, if I look over the last 20 years of what bands have been interested in, in the early days, it was the first couple of years was almost all cover songs, and then bands started to write their own songs it sounded a lot like the cover songs. And then there was a duration where bands were falling into different genres of the music that they liked, and you could you could really pinpoint the, the genre of music that the band was inspired by. And now, with so much music out there in the world, we're seeing bands have a much more eclectic and diverse taste for their music. It's really hard to actually stereotype a band or pigeonhole them into any single genre or style of music because they're doing so much more now. Very eclectic. It pulls from folk things, mixing in with punk things, mixing in with, you know, a traditional instrument into heavy metal or with electronic and classical together. So much is happening that it's hard to categorize a band these days. So when Spring Scream started, there's, there were certainly far fewer uh, music festivals in Taiwan. Actually, in all of Asia, there were, there were hardly any. Now there's quite a few. Does that change your mission for what you're trying to do at all, now that there are other large music festivals doing this? Uh, that's a good question. Um, what I am seeing with festivals that are um, here in Taiwan is many of them come and go. They don't have any lasting lasting power because they don't really have a theme. They don't have any kind of a, a passionate drive. Uh, the ones that have stuck around seem to have a fairly consistent theme that they've stuck with through the years. So our theme is a lot of new bands and a lot of great new music. So over the past 25 years, Taiwan has seen uh, a lot more foreigners come to the island, especially English teachers in particular, and there's just been a huge cultural churn and mix uh, as, as people have been exposed to these new cultures and these new ideas. Uh, what kind of role do you think Spring Scream has played in that story of cultural exchange in Taiwan? Yeah, well, definitely in, when I think of it just in the, in the Spring Scream sense or the Spring Scream environment event over, over the years, the cultural exchange has been very profound and 
back in the early days, and that was when we first started, there was no Internet, there was no YouTube. And so the Taiwan audience and Taiwan bands, their only access to international music was CDs that they bought. That there was a Tower Records in Taipei back then. And so when there was an international band that came through uh, and played at Spring Scream, the audience was really appreciative, and the Taiwan bands were all very inspired um, by them. And the international bands, likewise, were very inspired by the passion of the Taiwan audience and, and, and bands. So it was a really beautiful exchange, and a lot of the, the early uh, international bands that came came back every year because they, they enjoyed Taiwan so much, they enjoyed the music scene so much, and they enjoyed making new friends and networking. So that was um, a very beautiful thing that, that happened in the early days and is still happening today. Before the interview, uh, I asked you if you could think of a band that uh, you're really excited about that's going to be performing at this year's event. Um, so I was wondering if you could tell us about that band right now. What, who is this band, and why are they a band that we should be listening to? This is always the hardest question. You know, it was so hard to choose 200 of these great bands just to perform, so to recommend one is it's heart-wrenching to just have to choose one when there's so many good ones. But I will leave you with this thought. Uh, Lean Elin, Elisa, is just putting out a new album soon and has a new song called Adventure. And uh, I had a lot of fun helping her film this underwater video. She's a very passionate scuba diver and a very passionate person about kending and saving the coral reefs of uh, Taiwan. So a lot of this footage was shot in kending or on her other scuba trip. So check out the song, check out the video. Here's Alisa Adventure. We've been speaking to the co-founders of Spring Scream, Jimmy Mo and Wade Davis. To find out more about the event, visit springscream.com. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk. I'm Keith Manconi. She should share.